you are ready for this, right, Eric? I mean, I know you've yeah. you've taken some time hey, off. We're good. And, yeah, we're good. Let's go. Looking like someone under the Burnside Bridge right now. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> but have you seen my RV? Uh, no. I hope to see a picture of it soon. Welcome back, Bucket Busters. I'm your host, Tim Johnson. And this is the Busted Bucket Podcast, locally grown here in Portland, Oregon, the city of roses, city of bridges, Stumptown, PDX. This is a show dedicated to Rip City and everyone who loves Portland basketball. Joining me are my co-host, Eric, the Encyclopedia Foster. What else can I say? The Bay Area Blazer, Bro Zapanta. Look good, feel good, pod good, let's get it! Let's get it. <laughs> what else can he say? I Apparently nothing, because I cut him off, because I thought he was done. No, he got it. He got it, didn't I think? Dramatic effect. That's true. <laughs> you know, what can I say? Cricket. Cricket. <laughs> okay, hey, moving on. <laughs> Jordy, 95. I can't. I can't hate on you too much because it's been a long time since we've seen you, Eric. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for joining us once again. The last time I was in Seattle, a month ago. A yes, month. Sir. It's been a month since you've been on this show. That's and a lot has long. happened. That is far too long, my friend. And well, yes. It's been, a, it's been boring. A lot has and, happened. And not a lot has happened at the same time, right? <laughs> Are you saying a lot, a lot of, of movement has happened? A lot of movement of the needle. <laughs> True. Hey, well, there has been a lot. Actually, of yeah, the opposite direction. It's just yes, yes, it's absolutely, exactly. fellas. We got some stuff to talk about. We got a couple of games. I don't even want to talk about them. But for those of you who listen, I'm sure you're far, few and far between. There's a couple of games. The Blazers played the Bucks, lost 137 to 108. They played the Magic. 113 to 95 and they are currently playing the Lakers and fellas what do we think the outcome of this game is going to be well we want them to lose obviously we I mean it's terrible to root for the Lakers but I don't want Portland I don't want the Lakers to win but I also more don't want the Blazers to win <laughs> well I I kind of want the Lakers to get more noise dude if they lose to this roster of the Blazers can you imagine the media frenzy that's gonna happen look I Love know it. we're supposed to be in the midst of a tanking season but there is just something about the Lakers that I'll be okay if we miss out on the number one pick because we beat the Lakers I'm cool with that <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool might be Eric too shaking. that might head. be too far <laughs> Look, like my wife and kids are the only thing that matter more than those two picks right now. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I feel like the Blazers organization would be better off if they had the number two pick. So that way somebody else can make that decision for them. Oh, no. And they're left. And if we're being honest, if we're being we honest, it's really just up. my kids that are more important than the picks. The, say that again. There you go. I said, and if we're being honest, it's really just my kids that's more important than the picks. Well, there you go. <laughs> she doesn't listen, right? No. Well, just just as an update, dude, the Lakers are up uh, 75 to only 72. Ooh, it's a close game. So it's yeah, close. Nurk's having himself a game against uh, pa- uh, starting center Trevor Ariza. Crazy. Wait, AD played. AD was playing. Yeah, but he's... Maybe. He was playing. And Braun's back. 
I saw Westbrook sitting though. Do you guys think that's because he's getting traded? I don't know. It says lower back tightness, but I don't know if I believe it. I was gonna say, do we believe it? <laughs> do we believe that James Harden truly has hamstring tightness? No. <laughs> Or even Eric Bledsoe, right? Eric Bledsoe right. was on the injury report when he hasn't been on the injury report all year. Right. That's anyway. What I'm saying, man. Some well, some interesting moves are in the midst, I think. Um, yeah, but fellas, we'll the, the real reason we're having this show right now, there's been some serious movement within the Blazers organization. There have been some yeah. fire sale trades. Gentlemen. February 4th. I need to get your take on this trade. The Blazers trade Norman Powell and Robert Covington to the Clippers for peanuts. They get Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson, and a 2025 second round pick. Eric, I'm going to go straight to you because you it's been a while since you we've heard from you, really. We that need, we need to hear it. It was not my favorite move. I think you could have gotten more for those players, but it was not a bad move for what they were trying to do. I mean, it's like, the, I guess the best way to look at it is somebody else had already created this mess and the imbalance. So, <clears throat> gonna be, yeah, well, and you weren't going to be able to undo it dollar for dollar value. You were going to have to do it at a loss. So, but don't you think that maybe you could have gotten a little more for Norman oh, yeah. Powell alone? It's always going to be, it's always going to be a buyer's market though, right? In the NBA, it's always a buyer's market. So they could have tried to, I mean, I would assume that anybody worth his weight in a front office role would at least look for something better than what he got and maybe he got rejected multiple times and that's what he ended up doing you know as a plan b or c maybe but they sent out a long long-term deal they freed up space they got rid of covington who wasn't going to do anything anyway they got Bledsoe's salary which is guaranteed for like four million bucks next year so they can shed a bunch of more salary you know and hopefully Hopefully lure that big time free agent to Portland, baby. <laughs> you know what we should have done right. is gone over the free agent list this coming offseason because oh, that's brutal. I looked. It's, it's not terrible. pretty. Yeah, it's not pretty. There's like next to yeah. nobody available. There's next to nobody. And you know with this trade, you know, we get off the the five year ninety million dollar contract that Powell, like you guys were saying, um, was extended by us. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I was sort of wondering, I was like, why didn't they just wait until the offseason where you could really get value for this for this trade? But the thing is, is that the Allens didn't want to hit that luxury tax. Right. Right. So this was all a money move. They wanted to get out of that luxury tax threshold, which mm-hmm. they did. They were successful. Mm-hmm. Because the return wasn't that great. I mean, I know that Keon Johnson was is like a, a first round pick, technically. But he's a project. Right. But he's a project, and we get a 2025 second round pick. It's not that great, to be honest. Um, but it was all really just a money move. So if it was all about the money, they did exactly what 
they wanted to do. Absolutely. And it just kind of sucks. And, you know, I I don't know if I, I spoke to you guys about it, but to me, it was a move that signaled that Jody Allen is prepping this team to sell. I don't think he's she's selling. She's getting under the cap. She's starting to shed maybe unneeded players, bringing in some, I guess, some future prospects, right? Something to build on for the the, the sale of the team to, to make it more attractive to a potential buyer where she still keeps her, her you know, workhorses. You still got Dame there. You still got CJ there. You still got Nurk. You're, right. you're, you're still going to be able to build around them if need be. That's she where I was. No hand over fist, though. Like that. I don't think that. Sure, but she's also been liquidating Paul's assets ever since he passed. So this is true. You know, I, I don't think she truly wants the team, and and I do think that the Blazers are going to be bought by somebody within the next year or two. The the way that I see this being a really bad move, in my eyes, is that I really wanted Norman Powell to be part of that grooming process for whatever the next yeah. version of this Trailblazers team is going to be next to Dame Lillard. Right. But you, we're about to get to the next trade, which sort of explains why Norman Powell is now gone. But yeah, go yes. ahead. Take it away, Tim. So four days later, yesterday, there was actually the blockbuster move here. The Blazers finally trade and i say finally i don't mean finally i just you know everyone kind of expected this may happen they traded cj mccollum larry nance jr and tony snell to the new orleans pelicans for josh hart thomas sadaransky Nikhil alexander walker didi luzada a 2022 first round pick and two second round picks all while waving cody zeller bro what happened here? What is this? <laughs> it's the end of an era. It is. And, and I know later on we're going to talk about, you know, CJ in particular, what he meant to the team and stuff like that. But we really needed to move off of his, his contract. We really needed to see towards the future. And we got a bunch of stuff. And what I see here, the only real big attraction is that Josh Hart um, acquisition. And Josh Hart... He could get some buckets. He plays pretty good defense. A lot larger than his size, to be honest. I know he's only like, what, 6'5", 6'6", or something like that. But he's, he plays like a larger guard. Well, it's basically, he guard wings. He's basically a replacement for Norman Powell, who could play the two or the three. And that's and exactly what I defense. saw. That's Yeah, and it's cheaper. And what younger. Was it like 14 mil? 14 mil. So I think it's a pretty good move. Not a great move, but pretty good. Larry Nance, I feel really bummed about because I really like the guy. Well, and we never he, really saw him. Like, we never saw the fruits of his labor, you know? We never saw him on the court. No, it just didn't seem like he was clicking. And I think that's what made him tradable was that maybe... And the fact that he was injured. And the fact that he was injured. Correct. And we got a bunch of picks. So now that makes us more flexible because... Mm-hmm going into this we had like barely any picks right so right absolutely eric how does this make sense to you fortunately i'm like nostradamus and i predicted this (laughs) oh this specific trade 
Well, when I know <laughs> I, there was a domino effect going all the way back to the beginning of the season when we picked our breakout players and I said, Anfrey Simons. Yeah. And because of that, it just snowballed into what you're seeing now, which is he actually played two guys out. For, he played two guys out of Portland. I mean, he really did. Like, you think about it. If he's, if they don't have the utmost faith that he's going to develop into a primetime all-star caliber guard, they don't move on from one of those guys, let alone both. So they obviously believe that, you know, what you're getting from him is going to be amplified as he continues to mature and his game grows, you know? So he played both those guys out. Unfortunately, you know, the first one is, is Powell and you're like, okay, well that sucks because we liked him. I wanted to see more, more from him. And then the second guy is CJ and just like, we've seen so much of him and they kind of impact you different ways. And like CJ's like, it's almost like family, I guess. Right. Right. You know, I was thinking the same thing, you know, when when I, when I saw it, I was like, okay, we're finally making big moves. Like we are swinging for the fences here, but then like this rush of like, it felt like I had just lost someone. Right. Like, like somebody in my family just, just passed away kind of feeling and it it kind of overtook me for a minute and yeah it, it was Agreed. it was hard to believe at first um you know it it's definitely a bittersweet trade right because for the last what nine seasons we've seen we've seen the mama's boys taking it to everybody right i mean the, right talk about one of the most explosive like crazy firepower from a backcourt like maybe some of the best i've ever seen especially here in portland well there's also the feel-good aspect right like they're just good dudes good dudes yes and and you know cj like that dude was funny that dude was really funny yeah i don't know if you followed like his igs or his or like I just saw, I actually never saw this until after he was traded, but the <laughs> the video where him and Dame are chatting on like a on a, a live NBA feed or something, and they're talking about like lining up his his beard or something, and he, he mentions uh, Murray's pubes <laughs> or Katie's hairline. <laughs> I I remember when uh, he hit that like that dagger, and he was like, you can't effing guard me oh yeah and then he was asked about that in the post game about that quote and he was encouraging that dude to be like no you you gotta say the f word you gotta say it. <laughs> he's, like, he's trying he's trying to goat him into saying it on live tv if you told you told so so that he couldn't guard you like that's not what i said casey what did i say casey was it hold on was it casey hold on that's right it was hold on it was hold on oh that's hilarious I, I Hold on, must have been sweaty. His palms are probably so sweaty right then. It's like, do I do it? Do I say it? Yeah, it's just a good dude, man. You hate to see a yeah. guy like that. You do. But you do. It's um, just like, and you can beat the dead horse. You know, people want to talk about how he, this should have happened. This should have blah blah. It's really not a time to even talk about it, man. It's done and over with. Just gotta celebrate the dude while he was here. The moment we've all been waiting for since September is finally here. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. 
Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code TBPN and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. 21 and older minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org chat. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and I I don't want to say that the Blazers did the best they could to surround them with talent and give them, you know, th- their best chance to succeed. But what we saw was, it was pretty freaking special. Like, it was amazing the things that they could do together. Um, I will say that CJ is hands down my favorite ball handler of all time. And you guys can Ooh. argue this with me, but uh, you talking about like the, all of NBA or all of all, all like, like laser I've history? ever seen NBA? Ooh. Like his craftiness, his there, there's a there's a reason why they called him Crafty James McCollum, right? Like he he was so smooth and so crafty with his dribbles. You just love watching the guy. Now, granted, I will say there were times where. I hated the fact that he dribbled, you know, 10, <laughs> 12 seconds off the clock. But that's that's CJ though. But goddamn, those were good dribbles. Tim Hardaway. <laughs> oh, we could go down the list of good ball handlers. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I'm White just saying, chocolate. he's my favorite. You can have a favorite. He may not be the best in the annals of he's, the NBA. He, did, he saw us dudes. He made dudes look. Yes, silly. he the did. The Oladipo ones, that might be like a top 10 crossover. And oh, yeah. Just a top 10 drop of all time. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That dude was out there playing like fifth grade uh, field day game and <laughs> sit down and roll around. <laughs> accurate. It's oh, amazing. <laughs> Very accurate, though. <laughs> Oh, man. You know, we started going down memory lane a little too early, but there is one more trade that we that we have to mention here. It happened today, February 9th. Portland gets Joe Ingles, Elijah Hughes, and a second-round pick from Utah. The Jazz get Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Is it Wancho? Wancho. Wancho Hernan Gomez. That is a great name, Wancho. Yeah, it's a good one. Like I would be using that all the time. Like, like I'm, I'm, I want your whatever. Anyway, I'm not good at coming up with jokes on the spot. <laughs> it's just I good. thought it was good. I oh, thought thanks, it was man. A good one. Thanks, man. Uh, my stand-up is this Saturday. Oh God, at Harvey's. <laughs> and the Spurs oh. get Thomas Sadoransky and a second-round pick from Utah. What do you guys think of this one? What's 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 the goal here? Eric. Save more money. It's just cash money, right? 
I mean, Angles is never going to play, but to honor our current Australian team member, I need you guys to just do what I ask you to do for a second, okay? No, 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 no. I know exactly what you're going to do. What's he going to do? No, you okay, have to I'm say. I'm so excited right now. Okay. We're going to have like, to. I, I like, like crowd participation. No, stuff. man. Don't, we're going to have to. cut bleep. him short, no, Tim. We're going to have to cut the section out. No, listen, listen, listen. We're going to. Look, just it's Eric words. putting us up to something. We're going to have to cut this out. I'm telling you right now. I'm a, I'm a no, little suspicious, not. but I kind of want to see it through. All right, let's do it. Yeah, say the, just I'm say the word. Rise up lights. Rise up lights. Rise up lights. You sound like an Australian guy saying razor blades. <laughs> I like it. I dig it. Rise up lights. See, but no, then I say rise up lights. Rise up lights. No, just say rise up lights. Rise up lights. Rise up lights. <laughs> like it. <laughs> Enjoyed it. You're ridiculous. <laughs> Welcome, Joe Ingles. We're happy to have you. Yep. It's unfortunate yep. you will never put on a blazer jersey. Or rise probably set foot in Portland other to pass your other than to pass your physical. <laughs> right. That's true. Guys. So but other than that, no, I'm just saying, you know, that was fun. But um it was good to it's good to get some movement, right? We sat for a long time, so another you know, th- what, four days, three trades, a lot of movement. Kind of promising to see that from the team after years of stagnant movement all the way around it was you know? it was like four or five years of just doing the same thing over and over again it is nice to see the blazers swinging for the fences like actually doing yeah. something making a lot of big moves and the big one to me is that well uh, i guess we should explain this a little bit so joe ingles has an expiry contract so whatever his salary is making right now is just going to be it's going to disappear next year and we're going to have that cap space sort of what excites me is that we're going to actually have money to pay players that are currently on our team like like a, like a lot Simons. of money exactly if we wanted to you know give an extension to Nasir Little we could do that we could take care of the players that are actually here on our team right now the young players so it's exciting dude because we've we've seen some players come and go where i think they probably shouldn't have got paid or should have got paid and they didn't so we're gonna take care of some people i like it yeah it's exciting at the prospect of being able to give ant his money like we can match anything anyone throws at him right if need be and that's really cool considering he's the second coming of penny hardaway um there, which, which actually there is a movement out there. I can't remember if we met, mentioned it on the last episode, but the Trailcasters shout out. Um, they have a, uh, I don't know what you would call it, but they, there's a movement. A moniker? They have a movement for the moniker Penny Simons. I need to know what you guys think of it. It I'm is his it. namesake. I'm for it. How do you feel about LaMelo being called Mello? That's a great Don't point. like it. That is a great point. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like it. Damn it, Eric. <laughs> Touche. Touche, sir. Touche. All right. I guess that's shot down. How about... I couldn't. Penny's my favorite player of all time. Like, I... Yeah. Can we just call him Penny 2.0? What's wrong with Ant? I like Ant. Well, because apparently... Ants uh, live 50 times their own body weight. 
You talking about cool. the T Wolves guy? I am. Anthony Edwards. He's he's the ant right Apparently now. Apparently he's ant. That guy's a monster. He's built like he shouldn't be called ant. That doesn't even make sense. Anthony Simons looks like an ant. <laughs> Anthony Edwards looks like a damn grizzly bear, dude. That dude is like, he's a monster. <laughs> you ain't wrong. You ain't wrong there. True. <laughs> True. I'm just saying, it's cool that we can pay Ant. We can make some moves to keep Nas. Right. Like we don't even have. Yep. We don't even have to make moves. We just rub some money on it, and Probably. we can do that now. Well, I, I think the biggest thing too is you've potentially given yourself two between you know two lottery picks in the top ten, and that's you know that's pretty big. I mean. You say top 10, but it's very feasible that they're within the top five. Well, yeah, you could have both. You could have five and six. You could have five and seven. You could have six and seven. I mean, there's a bit. You can have one and five. But you could potentially, I mean, this probably predates a lot of Blazer fans now because they're all young. But there was a time about 15 years ago where we ended up with the number two pick. Okay, and we were able to also get the number six pick, Aldridge and Roy, you know, and those yep. things that worked out for a really long time. I mean, it, Aldridge it really did. And, and paired up with. Them. And if it weren't for Greg Oden's glass knees, could have been a major dynasty. Stupid. Well, and then you also think about the Agreed. ability. There are teams that have guys who are going to be on contracts who may not be good this year, you know, who may want out. And if you can get yourself a guy who wants to move and that team decides to rebuild, they're going to want that. They're going to want those picks. So then you can move those picks. Sure. You know, and, and, and go that direction. So there's a lot of flexibility. So it's not like we suck and we're dead in the water. I mean, Portland historically is not a place that goes and gets free agents. So you can argue that having money behind you isn't a good thing, but it's better than not having any money. Absolutely. You know, at least you get an opportunity. Yep. Right. And the the free agent class this upcoming year isn't going to be great anyway. So you, you think all this room is is going to be definitely for trades. You're, so, you know, what you're hoping for is for someone to be unhappy. You need an unhappy all-star out there this year. You know what I want to see? The if, the, if the Blazers aren't able to get somebody like Jeremy Grant, um, you know what I would like to see this offseason? I want to see them throw a max offer at DeAndre Ayton. They should. I want to see what the Suns do with that. Oh, they'll match that. Maybe not. And I got to say, having Ayton here on a max contract may not be the worst thing. Yeah, and I, I think the Suns have a history of not wanting to go very much into the luxury tax and, until last year. So, like, how deep do you want to open Pandora's box, you know, right. so to speak? So you never know. You, you just do it just because, I mean, that's some good gamesmanship too, right? They're they're in the Western Conference. You make them pay that money. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Eric, hit us with those free agents. Well, there's there's only a few. I mean, most of the the big names have player options. That's going to be Harden, which is obviously a no at this point. And Westbrook. also maybe a foregone conclusion that he's going to the Sixers. Yeah. You can tell Big John we're never getting Russell Westbrook. Um, but you could get, <laughs> Did you hey hold yeah. on? Did you see hey, his post? Could. 
Did you see his his tweet today? Yeah, man. It's like, come on. Come on, man. It's stop, one thing to stop. drop the guy when he's hat. <laughs> when he's actually decent. Yeah. Like Bradley Beal is the only one on this list. I will and say, hold went, on. I need to throw out some more hate on West Westbrook. I will say, like, there was a time where Westbrook was pretty good. He was. I mean, yeah, granted, absolutely. that was an OKC, but you can't like this dude has been so bad. You can't be throwing that love around like that, Big John. I will tell you, I've always my, my biggest criticism of Russell Westbrook is always that he was able to mask his basketball deficiencies by being a phenomenal athlete. Just being a ridiculous freak of nature yep. athlete. Yeah. yeah. And I, I've been saying it for years. I'm like, once he loses a step or two, you will see. Cue the 2022, 2021-2022 season. Exactly. We're seeing it. We're seeing it. So I'm, I'm sorry, Eric. I derailed you. Hit, hit no, us yeah, no you're good. I mean, how much money are you going to give uh, Andre Iguodala, unrestricted free agent? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Batman. I know you mentioned Bradley Beal, but Bradley Beal is going to sign that extension. I think he's going to, he's just going to get paid and then ask for a trade later. So, I mean, it's potentially an option. Yeah, but do you guys really think Bradley Beal is is the right answer here? No, because I feel like that's like CJ McCollum 2.0 all over again. Yeah, only, like, I would rather have kept CJ in that respect. Like, there was more chemistry between him and Dame. Like, there's no, there's no upside to that. Well, what do you need? I mean, I mean, you really need to think about. You need length. More than you need height. You need length. You need defense. That's what you need. You know who you, your two guards are. I don't think that you end up starting Josh Hart. I don't think Josh Hart stays past this season. You know, but then you have Little that can play the three and the four, and by all accounts, it sounds like Nurkic is coming back for a year. We'll see. There's still a day left. I mean, not even a day. So, there's there's still a few hours left for the the trade deadline. But you're right. You need either you need a, a three tall, or a four. Long three, four. Absolutely. I I 100% agree. And that's why I'm pushing so hard for the the Jeremy Grant because I think Jeremy Grant would be a great fit here. Well, and kudos to you, by the way, Tim. What's that? Before the season was over, Nasir Little would be a starting forward for the Portland Trailblazers. Thank you. I mean, granted, it was because of injuries and a, a fire no sale scenario, I don't, but <laughs> I don't remember what I. Yeah. But, but thank you, thank you. We've been giving you kudos the whole time you've been gone for picking Ant as the breakout player of the year, which you are 100 correct. Uh, so big kudos to you, but thank you for giving credit where credit is due. So sorry, back to it. Anyway, back to the free agents. We're gonna have to chop this episode up so bad. <laughs> rise up lights <laughs> you did sound like you said razor blades yeah rise up lights <laughs> okay so are there are there any other free agents out there on, on, the, on that list no I mean it's no. bare I mean but then you yeah. also gotta think Portland has the TJ opportunity Warren. Portland has the opportunity to hit up those restricted free agents and offer them more money than maybe their respective clubs want to pay them. AKA DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, I think that's the probably the only really big attractive name out there. Um, I mean, for the most part. We could be yeah. missing something, but I, I think that would be the one. 
Yeah, I, I'm going to have to agree. Um, let's go back to CJ for, for a minute. Did you guys see the... Um, I guess it was the an interview of Dame about talking yeah. about CJ? Yeah. Did you guys see what he said? They knew it was coming. They knew it was coming. Exactly. Like, like, they both... Like, CJ had an idea. He knew something big was happening... And he kind of assumed that his name was going to be tossed out there. And Dame kind of knew it too. Because, let's be honest, Dame probably was... I don't want to say he was, like, behind this in a sense that he was making these decisions. But, like, he was behind whatever Cronin was going to do. You don't do what you what he did. Like, Cronin does not get the leash to do that without... Without Dame's buy-in. And more importantly than the owner... You need to always about money. We already talked about that. Dame is the money. He's either going to make you some or he's going to cost you a lot. If you, so, of course, you know, you have to assume that they went and talked to him and he rubber stamped all of those deals. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure of it. But what what's cool is like you go back to what we had mentioned earlier about the two of them just being good dudes and like really good for the community. And like they were really close. I mean, when they moved here. Well, I guess technically Dame was here first, but then when CJ got here, they both moved their moms into their house, earning them the moniker Mama's, Mama's Boys. Boys. Mama's Boys. Which is, I gotta say, like, I didn't like it at first, but... Loved it. That's kind of a fire moniker. Yeah, I like it. I mean, shout out to all the Mama's Boys out there, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it was tight. Like, yeah. You know, you got the Splash Brothers and you got the Mama's Boys. Like, it was just kind of cool. Uh, but the friendship, like, the friendship that they developed was so evident. And it was one of the coolest things to be, I guess, somewhat a part of here in Rip City. And I feel like that brotherhood kind of brought the community together at the same time. Even though Portland's tearing itself apart within, with, you know, within the last few years. But I feel like... Uh-oh, Eric's showing me something. Blazers looks are like, winning. Looks like the Blazers are winning, baby. Uh, but, you know, it's cool. Like, Dame had an Instagram post. He says to CJ, Grateful for our brotherhood and friendship above all, brah. <laughs> we- <laughs> <laughs> it sounded, sounded very natural. I mean, it sounds just like him, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Dame Lillard's right here in front yeah, of me. I'm, I know. If I close my eyes, I hear Dame Lillard. I know. All right, all right. Just Tim, close your eyes. Bars. Close your eyes and listen some more. We knew this day would come, but it doesn't make it any easier. Hurt my heart to know stuff won't be the same, but the love gonna always remain. See, <laughs> there's a comma there. Nice. See, I like the way you type this up, Ro. By the way, Ro came up with this outline and put this on here, so I gotta make sure I say it. Hey man, otherwise, I, I otherwise, and paste, man, I'm not, I'm not doing no plagiarism. <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> I, I, I would be all over the place, even more so than I am now. But to finish it off, he says, "You know what time it is with me? Always, all the best going, going forward, my brother." I mean, he said it, and like he, I feel like that post embodies everything that the rip city fan base feels for cj yeah absolutely and like i said earlier you know this is this is the end of an era when cj came 
you know, he he wasn't starting right away. He was behind like Wes Matthews and like Aaron Aflalo. Mm-hmm. Both of those dudes got injured, so he had to really step up in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And then you know, those two hit the playoffs every single year that he was here, except this year. Yep. Pretty much, right? I mean, how crazy is that to have a backcourt of Dame Lillard and CJ McCollum hit the playoffs every year? I mean, it was I special. Mean, that's, that's an accomplish, accomplishment on its own. Also, they did get to one Western Conference Finals. Lots of memorable moments with CJ. Um, I, I really do wish him the best. I think I'm really glad that he's not like being casted to Detroit no, or somewhere yeah. where we can't enjoy watching him play basketball. Like the Pelicans fit, you know, with Zion and Brandon Ingram. At least I'm going to get to see CJ be CJ. Well, and and he, to hopefully be, you know, a little bit successful. Well, and he went to a team that has the so. has the potential to be pretty good. Yeah, so oh, I'm, I'm an Ingram dude. I, I'm a huge Brandon Ingram fan. So Me too. Look, we've been saying it for a long time, guys. CJ not the the CJ trade not only benefits the the Trailblazers by giving them options and being able to, you know, bring in somebody else with maybe a little bigger, maybe somebody that will match with Dame a little better. But it gives CJ the opportunity to be the guy, right? It gives CJ the opportunity to to flourish. And I I think playing playing alongside guys that complement his style of play versus, you know, what we saw here where Dame and CJ kind of resembled each other's game a bit. It's nice that both of those players respectively don't have that redundancy beside them that new orleans team that he's going to is going to be really really good oh yeah you know and i and because of what you said he took you're taking that redundancy so you had you had a guy like damian lillard who was a top flight nba player and then you had cj who was just a step behind him and you just took that guy and you gave him a new home in new orleans with a healthy Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram. That's the same team that was almost really good with Lonzo Ball as their point guard. And now you just swapped him out for CJ McCollum. You think about how lethal they're going to be. Right. I'm happy for him. Oh, I'm yeah. super, I'm super happy for him. And, you know, it's, it's like when Robin became Nightwing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it begs the question. Like, I've always, always felt that. CJ was actually held back by Dame because Dame overshadowed him because Dame is just that good of a player, right? And I feel like if CJ were to have been drafted by a team that didn't have someone like Dame already, he may have been an all-star many years. He would have been an all-star last year if he wouldn't have broke his foot. Absolutely. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely, he would have. He would have. And I think we're all in agreement that we've kind of felt like this was the year for him to be an all-star again. It just, you know, collapsed lung and the, the team just kind of fell apart. I mean, not kind of, they, they really fell Absolutely. apart physically yep. and figuratively. So, you know, it's, it's nice to see CJ uh, get the opportunity. And I wanted to, to kind of just kind of finish out this episode talking about like just what we appreciated from CJ we kind of already touched on it a little bit here and there but like for me it was just it was about 
the culture that he brought. You know, it, it was more than CJ in Rip City was more than basketball. I think CJ really embedded himself in the community just like Dame did. And I mean the guy the guy loved Portland just as much as Portland loved him. Maybe even more. I mean the guy bought a vineyard, a winery, and he's he's making wine in Oregon. Right? Like he's it, it feels like he's a Pacific Northwest native at this point. And it's sad to see him go. Like I said, it feels like I lost a part of my family. Um, but at the same time, go get your shark because it's open season. Yeah. Well said, my friend. Anybody else want to chime in? <laughs> CJ was a gamer. You know, and he was a killer. He's the guy that you wanted on your side because he was a certified bucket getter while he was here. So you and he did a lot I mean a lot of to me this is more popular the Dame CJ duo is more popular than the last big one which was the Roy Aldridge duo you know I like CJ and Dame a lot better and I think well they played together longer and I think it's just going to be hard when you look at it you know you're going to it's going to be really hard for a long time for me, like the the closest thing that I can compare it to, would be like Clyde going to Houston. Yep. That, that never looked right. It, yep. it just never looked right. CJ will never look right unless he's wearing black and red to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and that just speaks to the impact. You know, the impact of the dude had, mm-hmm. and how important he was. Yeah, we'll kick it over to you, bro. I mean, I pretty much said what i needed to say i mean i just sort right, of feel then. bad well, for cj like he he was a pacific northwesterner like you said and he's he put his roots down here he even you know he bought property he started a business started a family started a family this last off season he had his first kid and what a year yeah and now he gets traded it's been a crazy year for cj i'm hoping that all of the turmoil that this last year has like brought is going to be kind of resolved with success in, you know, in New Orleans. So I wish him the best. Absolutely. Absolutely. Guys, I don't want to end on like a mournful, mournful note. So what I want from you guys is rise up lights, rise up, rise up lights. (laughs) Dude, every time I say it now, that's all I hear. Your number one get, whether it's trade deadline or offseason, what's your number one get? Uh, Jeremy Grant for the trade exception. Yeah. That one or or like you were saying earlier, DeAndre Aiden. We just offer that fat max and the Suns don't want to offer the same or match. Yep. You know, I, I think I'm going to I'm going to echo Eric. I think. I'd rather have Grant over Aiton for the max, but that's not a plan, not a bad plan B either. But Eric, it's great to have you back on the show. Welcome back. Ro, always a pleasure, my friend. Yes, sir. Big shout out to you guys, the Basketball Podcast Network, DraftKings, and especially you, our listeners, Twitter followers, and Bucket Busters. 
You make it so easy to keep stepping up to this mic. Keep reaching out to us on Twitter at Busted Bucket with your comments and questions. We love building community with you all. Don't forget to rate, follow, and subscribe if you're digging what we're saying. Be good to each other, Rip City. We'll catch you next time on the Busted Bucket Podcast. Thanks for listening.